and welcome to Simple Jewish Ship. I'm your host, KT. Today's date is December 21st, 2022. You know, I really hate it when <coughs> the programs that I listen to don't give you the date. For instance, when I listen or when I seek out Wano Sabbath, I mean, the shit that I'm listening, I, it could be a year old, I wouldn't know. Until I've gotten a quarter of the way into it, and I'm going, oh, this is old shit. So that's why I give you the date at the beginning of the episode. So, the J6 Committee, justice will be served. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, what these people are doing is they are uh, recommending to the Department of uh, Justice to indict Donald Trump for inciting a insurrection. And make no mistake, these people's goal at the end of the day is to make sure that Trump never holds an office again. Now, the fact of the matter is, these people shouldn't be holding office or be allowed to hold office again. And I'm praying that at some point all this gets exposed and that does happen. But right now we're talking about Donald Trump. So let's analyze this for a minute. If you go in and you arrest Donald Trump over the January 6th bullshit, X-22 reports trying to convince us that, well, you know, that's going to bring um, discovery to light, and we'll actually hear and see evidence and blah, 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 and I'm like, that's how things are supposed to work in the normal world, but we all know we're not living in the normal world anymore, first off. Second off, this would be held, this trial would be held in B.C., Okay. Do you think you're going to get one honest juror out of that trial? Do you think that the news media, the state-run media, is going to broadcast any of the real discovery, any of the real evidence in that trial? No. So I'm not hanging my hat up on that uh And 
that he was not able to get as much done as he wanted to get done because the swap is so thick and deep makes me feel reassured that he didn't do this on his own. He didn't just wake up one day and say, you know what, I'm going to run for office and I'm going to try to save my country. It just doesn't make sense. There was too much stacked against him to be able to pull it off in the first place. And to do it alone, just, no. No, there were other, there was a plan. Now, as with any battle, battle plan, you adjust as you go. As the battlefield changes, your plan changes. You have to have contingencies built in, but who can really know every reaction to an action? Nobody. Now, I'm fully convinced that Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we're all DARPA projects for the deep state to build a narrative in this country that gay rights, abortion, um, you know, uh, minimum wage and all of that were a majority opinion of America. And they did this by having literally millions of fake accounts that put forth that narrative. And then they had the state-run media out there in perpetuity pushing that narrative. So it got to a point where you just sat back and you thought to yourself, man, just 20 years ago, I was the majority, and now I just, I, I, I don't know anymore. I can't be, I don't feel like I am. Trust me when I tell you, you are. But you've been taken over by an artificial wave to change the narrative to make you feel like you're not. Now, I really have no idea what their end game is. I haven't quite figured that out. There's several things that I have to speculate. Um, One has got to be getting rid of the Constitution of the United States. Because I have zero doubt that the limits that that document or documents put on our government has held them at bay for as long as it has. That's got to be number one on their agenda. From there, I don't know. You know, you see things like these Georgia Guidestones that talk about genocide and making a very limited number of people on the planet. You can theorize that for sure.
you could theorize that they want to just keep us all in a state of slavery. And what I mean by that is, you know, you... Charles Schwab said it best. You will own nothing and you will be happy. Meaning, you will go to work, you will do what you're told to do for as many hours and as many days as we tell you to do it. And we will give you just enough. Just enough so that you won't uprise against us. Just enough so that you will continue to go in to your slave job and do your slave labor. And it's funny because I, I've not written in this book in a long time. I started writing a book called Utopia, parentheses, warning. And basically the premise of the book is, you know, it's after a great war. There are 365 communities, a thousand people in each community. Your name describes what your occupation is. Example, my main character's name is John. John's job is to clean up after the Great War. John's cousin is Dexter. Dexter is a scientist. John's wife is Annabelle. Um, you know, now that I think about it, Annabelle's position doesn't make any sense. Annabelle was a teacher, but reality is you didn't you don't need teachers in this environment because your teacher is your father or your mother. Because once you reach the age of 25, your parents are 50, they are euthanized, and you are given a child with the same name as you to take over the same job you do. So you are going to teach your child. So there is no form of education beyond what is needed for you to perform your task to keep their utopian society going. And as John's cleaning up, he discovers things that he brings to Dexter and they get to talking and Dexter, you know, knows these things because Dexter's educated. And throughout the story, they discover that there's a group of people who consider themselves the elitist saviors of the world. They're the ones who preserved mankind and civilization. They're the ones who developed the 365,000 people in the 365 communities and gave it structure. They're the ones who make sure that you have enough bugs and soy juice to live on. But they live on the island of Hawaii, or what was known as Hawaii. They get to eat bacon, ham, steak, hamburgers, potato chips, french fries, all the stuff that civilization no longer even knows about.
and these elitists, as a we call them mainlanders in the uh, story, their sexual organs are removed at birth because they're they're conceived in a lab. There is no more um, we'll call it natural defects in society, so there's no need for sex, and that changed society. Although my character John can't explain the urges he gets when he looks at his wife because he knows nothing of sex and once a month the elites have mainlanders flown in for sexual sacrifice and the mainlanders have sex with these people because the mainlanders still have their sexual organs but because the, I'm sorry, the the elitists still have their sexual organs, but the mainlanders no longer do. So they can have sex with them without fear of pregnancy, without fear of sexually transmitted diseases. Um, and so you can kind of see where this goes. And that's kind of what my bigger fear is that they're, and I don't know what, through the, other than through the grace of God that I had this concept of this story even trickle into my brain. I mean, it's nothing that I desire. I don't want to rule over people. I'm not built like that. Hell, I barely want to rule over my own life. But I sure don't want somebody else ruling over it. So, all this Twitter stuff has really kind of made it obvious that there's something big going on. And we are definitely living in historic and biblical times. Generations from now, they will talk about what went down right now based on how it turned out. Because, you know, the winners always get to write the history. And this history will be written one day. So, ponder that, pray upon that, have a Merry Christmas, be thankful for your family members, the meals that you eat, give gratitude to God. God bless. Have a good day.